Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to my channel and podcast, Stephanie's Blessed Life. Today is another episode for the Lord's Day's reading, and I'll be reading a passage from the disciple whom Jesus loved, the Apostle John. And the passage will be 1 John chapter 5, verses 1 to 21. So basically the whole of John, 1 John chapter 5. Alright, let's start reading. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and every one that loveth him that begot loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you, that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. If any man see his brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death, I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come, 
and hath given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true, and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. Thank God for blessing the reading of scriptures. First John chapter five verses one to twenty-one. This is rather a powerful message, isn't it? Here we talk about eternal life and the truth, and that eternal life can only be found in God's only Son, Jesus Christ Himself. The same apostle John also wrote in the Gospel, John chapter fourteen verse six, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one cometh to the Father but by me." So basically, there is no other way that we can come to God, and God is the source of all life, as we all already know by now. Everything around us that has life, you know, be it our fellow human beings, the plants, the animals, or even the organisms, all these have life. And the creator of life, of everything that has life in it, is God. And He is the source of all things. So. We all learn from this passage today that anyone that is in Christ, we all have eternal life, and anyone that is not, even though we may be still living, but the quality of life isn't there. You know, eternal life is not just existing or living forever, but it's the quality of life that we live. You know, when I first read this passage. Many years back, you know, when I first came to Christ, I always think that eternal life is just living forever. But no, and many of us think eternal life only starts after we die. But no, eternal life starts from the very moment you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. So the quality of life that you live here on earth before Jesus returns. It's a whole part of the eternal life that Jesus has come to give. So, just to share with all of you, many of us have this mentality, you know, that we ought not to focus our attention on the here and and the now, because we are merely existing and passing through. Yes, it is true. We are just passing through, you know. Earth is not our forever home. We will not be here all the time. A time will come when we will depart into our real home. That is the kingdom of God. You know, we will be with the Lord forever. I'm looking forward to that definitely. But for the time being, since God has put me here in this fallen and messed up world, we all have work to do. We are not just passing through. We are not just. Sitting around just for the sake of existing, we have an assignment to complete. We have a task to do. We have a purpose to fulfill. We have a destiny to meet. 
And obviously, with all the messed up things happening in the world, new strains of viruses and accidents, deaths, destructions, natural destructions, anything. It can be extremely discouraging. And I know there are many of us that feel, is it even possible for us to have that quality of life that Jesus promises when everybody around us seem to be struggling? Well, my friend, remember, you are in the world, but not of the world. Yes, the world is struggling. I really will not deny it. We cannot deny that the world is struggling, especially nowadays. You know, living in the last days, we heard wars and rumors of wars, pestilences, and teachings of every kind. You know, there are even those of us even in the church who refuse to abide by the true teaching of the gospel of grace. Many will twist and turn things around just to suit their own ears and to the ears of their fellow peers, you know, in order that they may be accepted into their community. Yet all of this is not a surprise to God because Jesus already told us this will happen in the last days before he comes back for the second time. So for those of us who are in him, the best thing and the only thing that we can do is to pray. Of course, we need to pray for the lost souls. We need to do God's work by spreading the good news to, to those who really need it. No matter who we are, whether we're rich or poor, young or old, we all need God. You know, there's no way that we can survive on our own. There is no way we can stand on our, on our own two feet. Literally, we are standing on our own two feet. But we all know deep down inside that we are flawed and we are frail. And God knows that, of course. He made us. He made us to depend on Him and He made us to depend on each other. And most important of all, He made us for Himself. He made us for Him. He made us. Those commandments that He gave us, you know, the Ten Commandments, and now, yeah, for the New Testament, Jesus wants us to remember those the two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. And there are those of us who receive Christ already, who accepted Him as our Lord and Savior. I know there are times when life doesn't seem fair. Things happen, loss of a loved one, sickness coming, friends betraying us or walking away from us for no apparent reason waiting to find that 
perfect someone to spend the rest of the life with but it never seems to happen or even if you thought you find one you lose the person the next instant for whatever reason it is definitely very easy to be discouraged very easy I know those of us who are in Christ it tends to seem that we suffer more than an average person you know I remember I was attending a prayer meeting this morning you know well by the time I'm recording this video it was a Thursday by the time y'all listen to this it's a Sunday but it was a Thursday okay so now that I'm talking it's a Thursday and this morning I attended a prayer meeting on a Facebook live basically it is from it is once every Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday morning six o'clock in the morning and the preacher did say that many of us who are in Christ there seems to be just so much heartache and disappointments that we cannot seem to make sense of and however if we want God to use us we will have to be sanctified in order for God to use us sanctification is a process for God to remove things which will be a hindrance for our growth spiritually you know like for instance the lust of the flesh or any worldly and carnal behavior that is found in us we cannot do it on our own like I said we can only do it in Jesus you know when Jesus hung on the cross 2,000 over years ago he carried all our shortcomings all our pains all our sicknesses the punishment that we rightly deserved he took it upon himself so if he can do all of this for us in order that we will be safe not only from hell but also from the wiles of the evil one the wiles of the evil one can include sickness tragedy loss disappointment anything that is not good yes we are already safe from being attacked but at the same time it doesn't guarantee that things do not happen to us things will happen but we will not be touched we'll be untouched because God has his protection around us already as verse 18 of 1st John chapter 5 says we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself and that wicked one toucheth him not you see we are quote-unquote untouchable but of course we have to be very careful you know with the things that we feed ourselves with are we feeding ourselves with the daily news reports are we feeding ourselves with the lies of the devil are we feeding ourselves with the things that are posted on social media you know I, I realize that social media is a platform where people only show you what they want to show you you may think they are doing very well and oftentimes they're not you will find yourselves being um, 
overwhelmed, ask, asking yourself, what about me? When will it be my turn to be successful, to be this, to be that? But you know what? Just because they post something which may seem as though they are doing well, we can never really know the struggle that is behind the screen. Because people only show you what they want to show you. And in order for you to live the true, authentic and purposeful life that Jesus has come to give, is only by Him alone. If you're working for your career and you want to thrive, but you do not have the connections that you need, Jesus is there for you and He will open doors which no man can shut. You know, many may feel that it is very unpractical to just believe in Jesus and do nothing. Believing in Jesus doesn't mean doing nothing. It means you still do what you do, but with a restful mindset, believing and trusting God to lead you. Since He already promises He is the way, the truth, and the life. So how much more will He not lead you? He first came as a man, he was baptized in the Jordan River, and then He was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days. Then He went around preaching about the Kingdom of God, making disciples of His own, healing the sick, feeding the poor, liberating those who are oppressed, those who are outlawed, he took them in all the way until he hung on the cross carrying the sins of all who have wronged him all who have wronged each other and all who have wronged the Father in heaven the sins of all past, present and future but since he knew no sin and him was no sin and he did no sin, even death couldn't consume him. And so he was raised from the dead on the third day and he showed himself to his followers, firstly to the women and then his disciples and then to many others before he ascended back to heaven and is now seated at the right hand of God. But even Though he is seated at the right hand of God, the record of his deeds on earth is still valid until this day. The record of his deeds, especially his perfect finished work, is still available this day. He is still making intercession for us and he is definitely still watching out for us, ready to help us whenever we call on Him. Eternal life doesn't just start after we depart this world. It starts the very moment you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that eternal life can only be found in Jesus. And we all know in Jesus we can pray and ask for anything according to His will. 
Of course, we can never really know the true will of God without studying His Word. When we study His Word, when we pray, and if you have any dreams or hopes or desires that you want to pray about, just bring it all to Him. Come to God as yourself. Come to God as you are and pray. Pray that God will guide you. Pray that God will see you through. Pray that God will open doors for you. Pray that God will continue to reveal to you the truths that you need to know so you'll be set free from whatever is it that is holding you back and keeping you down. This also includes religious beliefs. For I used to think I need to do this and that in order for God to favor me. I need to read my Bible like many, 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 many chapters and get things right. You know, I need to do whatever the Bible says. Yes, of course, we all need to do what the Bible says. But you know, I know we cannot do it all with our own strength. We need Jesus. I never seem to realize or take to heart that it is not I work. It is Jesus who have already finished the work for me. All I need to do is to rest in Him and believe the record that is given to us about His finished work in the Bible. And this particular chapter, 1 John chapter 5, speaks a lot about the record of Jesus. You know? So my friends, I strongly urge you today, if you are in doubt, and you are afraid to risk hoping and trusting again, give Jesus a chance. Humans can fail you and they will definitely fail you, but Jesus never fails. We can never truly understand why God allows certain things to happen as long as we are on this side of eternity, but we can rest assured that Jesus feels our pain and suffering more deeply than we ever can feel for anybody or even ourselves. He already knows how messed up this world is. He already knows what will happen. He already knows the choices that we will make. Even if they end us up in much pain and grief. But He loves us anyway to the point of even willing to suffer the cross. And after he was raised from the dead, he went around looking for pe the people who have walked with him, the people whom he loved. And the special thing about John, the disciple whom Jesus loved is this. When majority of his disciples have fled, you know, one have betrayed him, and many have ran off after he was arrested. But John followed him all the way to the cross and watched him took his last breath before he died. John was there when Jesus entrusted the care of his mother Mary to John. And Jesus entrusted John 
as a son to his mother Mary. It's very sweet, isn't it? Peter boasted a lot about loving Jesus and even if he died, he will not deny Jesus. But when he was seen by the servants of the high priest, he did exactly what he said he would not do. You know, this is the problem with our flesh. You know, just as Apostle Paul said, the thing which we ought to do, we do not do. But the thing which we ought not do, we do. I cannot really blame Peter for doing what he did, even though it was wrong, you know, betraying a friend, or like when your friend needed you most, you denied ever knowing him. It hurts. But at the same time, don't we all do something like that? Or most of us, at least. We tend to want to save our own heads from being chopped off. Right? We all want to save our own names for being dragged in the mud. But we all know we can do very little with our own strength, with our own might. Only Jesus can do that. The Apostle John is very conscious of how much Jesus loved him. So that was why. He followed Jesus all the way till the end. He probably wasn't conscious about what he was doing. But he did. He did what he did. Such faith is very admirable. We all ought to love God. But 1 John chapter 4 419 says we love him because he first loved us we love him not because of what he can do or what he will do but because he first loved us you see the priority fact of God is love he loves us and that love is like no other. Your parents can only love you that much. Your siblings that much. Your significant other that much. But Jesus' love is from everlasting to everlasting. So my friends, abide in Jesus' perfect love for you. It is the only way and it is the best way for you to really, really get through life, for you to really get through whatever hurdles the world will throw at you. I must say, if it were not for accepting Christ as my Lord and Savior and be moved by the Holy Spirit to make the decision to follow Jesus, during the time of my greatest need, I wouldn't be able to be here today to film this video and to record this podcast. Alright, sorry about that because, yeah, just now my aunt had to 
put something. <laughs> yeah, so if it were not for me being touched by the grace of God, there would be no YouTube channel, no podcast, nothing. Basically, I would just be a shell. There is just existing for the sake of existing. There'll be no living being. Because what life can I have in this broken world? Whether I have a visual impairment or not, I dare say it's still the same. We all need Jesus. There is no way we can deny this fact. So, my friends, I pray and hope you have been blessed by today's message. If you like what you see and hear, please consider sharing with a friend, and I trust they will be blessed as well. May God continue to bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you and lift out His countenance towards you. Until next time, take good care. <laughs>